Hey everybody, welcome back to your ex-boyfriend's podcast, episode 34. This one's titled, The Worst They Can Say Is No. We were going to have a guest on today's episode, and it was not going to be titled, The Worst They Can Say Is No. <laughs> I was going to have a coworker of mine on the show, uh, a fellow electrician, and we were going to discuss all things blue collar. <laughs> Um, if that sort of thing excites you, if that's something that you'd like to hear, definitely tune in next week, next weekend, one week from now, Sunday, September 18th. That's the plan when we're actually going to have him on. Um, we just weren't able to make it work today and that's okay. (laughs) That should be my motto, my slogan for the show. And that's okay. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so we're not going to talk about blue collar, skilled trades, working in, you know, manual labor type jobs. We're not going to talk about college versus apprenticeships. We're not going to talk about being in a union. We're not going to talk about going on strike. Although I would like to shout out to all my brothers and sisters in the various Washington school districts who are currently on strike or were in the last couple weeks. Solidarity. (laughs) Uh, Where are we going with this? Because that's all about what we're not talking about. This episode is titled, The Worst That They Can Say Is No... Because I want to talk about asking for what you need and or want. The idea I had for this episode was really born of, I don't want to say a struggle, but born of the mm, built-in challenges that come with creating and distributing a podcast, especially a podcast um made by one person who is not famous and has no following to speak of (laughs) outside his immediate circle. Um, That, that might be a a clue enough for who this is, who this is about. (laughs) I want to model the behavior that I preach and discuss on this podcast. Therefore, I'm asking for help. I'm asking for help with this podcast. Um, Most notably, in the last month or so, about the last four weeks, and as you know, if you're a steady listener, that's four episodes, or I guess this is the fourth. I've seen a steady um, decline in week one listeners, meaning who listens to this podcast i shouldn't say who because i actually don't know who how many people listen to this podcast um in the first seven days so from last sunday until yesterday is the time that uh it's looking at i've also seen uh, a less severe but equally as steady decline in listener feedback Namely, um, 
emails, Instagram messages, text messages, whatever, from listeners with, as you might guess, feedback <laughs> about the show. Um, I'm not sure why. And that's okay. I'm not really... I'm not concerned, so to speak, because there are all sorts of reasons that you might experience a temporary decline in your listener base. Um, But as we've discussed before, I would like to have this endeavor of mine, this podcast, uh, get bigger, reach more people, help more people. And as you all know, I do not make any money off of this. I don't advertise. There's no sponsors. I'm literally just doing this as a a passion project, Um, and I want to get it out there to people who would benefit from it. Um, So seeing that steady decline in week one listeners and the decline in feedback, I'm here with the official reason for the topic of this week's episode, and I'm asking for help. So... If you listen to this podcast and you like it, please rate it on whatever platform that you listen. If you have the ability to review the podcast, give it a little couple short sentences if you have the ability to. And um, the reason for that is the more positive ratings, hopefully positive, (laughs) and positive reviews that this podcast gets, the more people it's going to reach. When people are looking for podcasts, new podcasts to listen to, they don't typically go for ones that don't have a listener base, that are, you know, zero reviews, zero ratings. And of course, they don't go for ones that are negatively reviewed. (laughs) Um, But I want Honesty. So, in all seriousness, if you like it, you don't like it, um, just give it whatever you think is fair. Rate it in and tell tell Spotify or iTunes or wherever you listen. Um, tell other listeners, other potential listeners, what you think. If you listen and you dislike this podcast, if you think what I'm putting out there is, um, for lack of a better word, shit... <laughs> I want to know why. And I've said that before, but I'm trying to reiterate it. If you think I could improve, if you think there's something that you would like to hear that you don't hear on this podcast, if you think it's a bunch of nonsense, tell me. I am open to all feedback, including critical feedback. I just want to make this better. And if the decline in listeners is due to some dip in quality on my part or it's due to something that I am doing or not doing that is driving people away, I'd like to know. Finally, if you think that this project that I have been creating for half of the last year is worth a damn, and I hope you do, please share it with your circle. Share it with people that you care about, that you think might benefit from listening that you think would like to collaborate share it really that's the only way this is going to get bigger since i am just a single unknown person with no big social media following 
with no claim to fame, really, to have a built-in listener base, that's the the way this is going to spread, is by you telling your friends, your family, your coworkers, if you think this is worth it, let them know. And I appreciate it. Thus concludes my official request, my official communication of what I would like. And that brings us to this week's topic. The worst they can say is no. Asking for what you want and what you need. I know, and I think we all know, that nobody likes asking for help. Like I just did. (laughs) I thought it was necessary. And I thought it was good for me. But did I like it? No. It's been modeled to us repeatedly that asking for help equals weakness. Like not knowing something. Not being strong enough. Not having experience. Not caring. Like asking for help means any of that. We've had it beat into our skulls that if you ask for help... You're being a wuss, or a loser, or undeserving, or whatever. And this is all wrong. None of that is true. Asking for help, what it really means is that you know your limitations. You know what you know and what you don't know. You're self-aware to a certain extent. It means that you want to be better. You want to improve. You want to succeed. And we've seen a very similar um, example mm, subject in regards to boundaries. Where if you listen to, what was it, episode four? Or I did another one in the episode 20s something. Let me look it up real quick. It was episode 28, 4 and 28, where we talked about boundaries. Setting boundaries with people to them often feels like you're rejecting them. It feels negative. When in reality, it is exactly the opposite. It is you saying to them, I want this relationship to continue. Here's how we do that. Asking for what you need or what you want in this case asking for help means i want to be better it's not hey everybody i'm a i'm a moron i'm an imbecile it is you saying i would like to improve and i need some assistance so i can improve and then this won't even be a thing in the future and then in the in the future when somebody asks me for help i can provide it So in my instance, right now, where I'm asking for help with this podcast, would I have liked the show to go off <laughs> and and become and go viral on its own to just explode into the you know cultural uh, think space? <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, I would have liked that very much. 
Did I think it was likely? Did I think I had any great chance of that happening? Given everything I've already told you about, you know, who I am, what it is creating this podcast. No, I did not. (laughs) So because I'm an amateur and because I don't have, um, you know, a built-in listener base, I don't have professional, you know, podcast buddies. (laughs) I need advice. And I need guidance, which I am actively seeking out um, through other channels. But I also need the help of my listeners. And that means you. And I'm okay to admit that. Yes, I need help. And that's okay. (laughs) Let me throw my slogan in there. And that's okay. (laughs) Asking for what you want and or need, as we all know, it's not just about asking for help, though that is a big one. Asking for help is a big uh, part of communicating what you what you need. But it's not the only part. This, ab- what am I trying to say? Uh, not ability. This skill that you need to develop um, is everywhere, all the time. Uh, just like, (laughs) just like how you can't be upset with the lack of results from the work that you didn't do, you should not refuse yourself a request that you did not make. (laughs) If you don't put in the hard work and the practice and the consistency and develop the discipline to see results... You're not going to see them. And you can't be mad when you don't. Just like if you don't know how to communicate or you are unable to communicate what it is that you want and what it is that you need and therefore do not do those things, you cannot be upset. Wow, that was loud. (laughs) You cannot be upset when those needs go unmet. When those wants go ignored. It's as simple as that. We know that communication is essential. This is not a new thing. Any therapist that you've ever spoken to, any book you've ever read on relationship of any kind, any self-help, mental health, get better, whatever, seven habits of highly effective people, um, get anyone to do anything. I don't even remember what the fuck it's called. We know that communication is key to human interaction. And there's no way that it couldn't, you know, couldn't be essential. This is part of it. This is a key part of it. There is, (laughs) okay, there is no such thing as, quote, oh, they should just know, end quote. Or, quote, I shouldn't have to tell them. They should just know me. End quote. Okay. If that's you, if that's what you think about people in your life, that they should just know what you want or need, go ahead and take that mindset and insert it delicately up your own butt so it can rest 
right next to your head. <laughs> okay. Like, let's get real here. We've seen that plenty of times. We've all been that person or known that person, had that person interact with us. You see it all the time in romantic relationships. Oh, we've been together for however long. They should just know this, that, or the other thing. Okay? And we also know that the divorce rate in America is 50%. All right? So that doesn't fucking work. <laughs> um, first off, let's start with something that may be hard to hear. And I know that some of you may balk at this. Hopefully, I get some feedback. <laughs> first things first. If you cannot communicate your needs, you do not deserve to have them met. I'll let that just sit with you for a second. Does that feel uncomfortable? Maybe it should. If you do not have the ability to give the person that you are trying to be in relationship with, if you do not have the ability to give them the playbook to you, to be vulnerable enough to communicate what it is that you need out of them or what you need for yourself or what you want, you do not deserve to have those needs met. It's plain and simple. Now, that may be hard to hear because a lot of what you may have heard is, you know, everybody deserves to have their needs met because your needs are your needs and you don't necessarily get to um, have a say. Like, you know, a lot, of, I've heard it compared to like sexuality. Like you love who you love, right? You need what you need and that's okay. And I do agree with that to a certain extent. You do have your needs and there's no arguing against them because they're your needs. Okay. If you can't tell someone how to meet them and you're saying to that person, I need these needs met, it's not going to work. How are they supposed to know? How are they supposed to meet those needs if you don't know how to communicate that? Seriously, answer. Like, <laughs> I would love to know what thoughts are on this. Because as far as I'm concerned, if you can't communicate them, then it's the same thing as saying you have no needs. It's the same as if you're at work and there are quote-unquote standards, right? If you don't enforce the standards across the board, it's the same as saying that there are none. If you aren't able to communicate your needs, it's the same as saying you have none. And serious question here, who thinks that's a good path for success, for relational success, for happiness? I sure as hell don't. What's more, Something else that we've talked about, if briefly, uh, on this podcast, is if you want to be in each other's lives, 
if you want to be in relationship, whatever that relationship may be, you both deserve to have all the info. We've talked about it in that, you know, each person in a relationship deserves to have all the info so that they can make good, informed decisions. And denying the other person all the info is a form of manipulation. It's a form of trying to control their experience in the context of your relationship with them. It is over-functioning, right? So where we tie it into asking for what you want, asking for what you need, communication, you both deserve to have all the info to avoid that stuff, to avoid the over-functioning and the manipulation. If you can get past the controlling behavior, the manipulative behavior, the overfunctioning, if you can get past the mindset of they should just know, why should I have to tell them? If you can come to the understanding that they deserve, if they're if you both desire to be in relationship with each other, then that person deserves to know what you need and what you want, just as you deserve to know what they need if you can get to that point then you're on the path to having your needs met (laughs) it's very reciprocal okay secondly communicating your needs your wants is dependent on you knowing what you want or need (laughs) first of all right Let's make that very clear. If you don't know yourself, if you don't know what it is that you need or want, if you don't know what to even tell them, you don't get to be mad when they don't know either. (laughs) Okay? You don't get to be upset when that person can't meet the needs that you didn't communicate. Right? And I know this is tied to you know, what we were just talking about. It's a little bit of the same. But what I'm really trying to stress here is that you have to know first. You have to know yourself to a competent degree, competent enough to be able to uh, clearly state them. And let's be real about this. I know that Everybody at some point has had issues, has had troubles communicating with somebody they care about or maybe just a casual relationship, a work relationship or a friend or whatever. Like communication is tough and we're all on the same page about that, I'm sure. As hard as it is, as hard as communicating your needs and wants out loud can be, I would argue that it's even harder to say them to yourself, to know yourself. It's hard to admit when you need help. It's hard to admit to yourself that you're scared. It's hard to admit, very hard to admit to yourself when you're ashamed or when you're vulnerable or any other emotion that makes you shy away, right? 
And that's one of the things that we've been trying to harp on with this podcast that I want to, you know, get across to everybody that we've talked about many a time is these emotions are hard and feeling them is hard and it's painful and not really desirable in the moment, but you have to. You have to for so many reasons. And in this case, where we're talking about having your needs met by others that you want to be in relationship with, that you want to have in your life, you first have to be able to tell yourself, be honest with yourself where you have needs. Okay? If you can get to that point, great. That's amazing. From there is the only jumping off point. That's the only starting line that you can have as far as getting them met. If you are unwilling to look at yourself, if you're unwilling to admit hard things to yourself, if you can't even tell yourself, this is what I need to be happy, it's never going to happen with somebody else. And I know a lot of us have fallen into the trap of thinking that somebody else can meet our needs even when we can't meet our own needs. I feel like we've been shown that in a lot of social media, a lot of pop culture. Um, we see that in the 50% divorce rate. We see that a lot of times when people get married very young. Um, when people get married to somebody or stay in relation with somebody who, you know, the rest of us can see is not good for them. A lot of that is saying, I can't make myself happy. Can you please, for the love of God, try to make me happy? <laughs> oh, God. Please, everybody, be on the same page with me here. That doesn't work. Okay. If you can't make yourself happy, nobody can. All right. Let's be real. Where was I going with this? <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to be able to be honest with yourself. You have to be vulnerable with yourself. And then, and only then, will you be able to communicate those things about yourself to somebody else moving on <laughs> third and finally I want everybody to understand that asking for what you need asking for what you want out of somebody else is an act of courage making these things known being vulnerable enough to put that out in the open requires you to be brave. And this is the perfect time to bring back up my favorite quote of all time. Ambrose Redmoon said, Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something is more important than fear. In this case, you will be afraid. And you have to get to the point of, deciding that what's more important 
than the fear is having your needs met by somebody in your life. Opening up in this way is scary. And I know that. (laughs) I think we all know that. Because when you open up like that, it opens the door to rejection, to no. It requires you to move out of the purgatory of maybe IDK, this gray bullshit area. It requires you to leave that limbo and move into the certainty of yes or no. And as we all understand, the no is terrifying. The fear of rejection is very real. It's so palpable in the moment to say to somebody, to be vulnerable with somebody, communicate with them, this is me, this is what I need for this relationship to continue, or this is what I need to be happy, or this is what I need to be healthy, is scary because what if they say, ew, (laughs) yuck, you know? What if they reject what I need? What if they reject me? Because that's in essence what you're putting out there. This is me. And this is, you know, my need, my want, my desire. It's a part of me. And to have it slapped down is scary and it hurts. But in that moment, when it is the decision, when you're faced with that choice, to either continue in that purgatory, half-life, you know, whatever you want to call it, and not have an answer, or, you know, put yourself out there and risk something, put skin in the game. I hope that you remember this. As scary as that no may be, that no that, you know, hangs in the air, the what if they say no, the absolute worst that they can say is no. The absolute worst thing that can happen is that person across the table from you cannot meet your needs. They can't do what you need them to do. And where a lot of us may think, wow, you say that so casually, right? That that sounds like way worse than you make it out to be. It's really, <laughs> I'm just going to say no, it's really not. If somebody is unable to meet your needs and you've communicated them because you understand them, you know yourself and you put them out there and they can't meet them, do you really want that person in your life? Serious question. Do you? I think we all, at least intellectually, have to understand that the answer is no. You don't. Whether you have emotional attachment to them or they've been around forever, you know, the whole sunk cost thing, whatever, if they can't be part of your life in a way that is healthy for you, in a way that makes you happy, in a way that allows you to both coexist in a positive way, do you need them in your life? 
No. Let's all get on that same page. Hopefully we can do that together. <laughs> the answer is no. Okay, and as, as hurtful and as scary as that might be, you want to know. Wouldn't you rather know? <laughs> A lot of no in this episode. With that being said, I think we'll wrap it up. Just as a reminder, again, we've got a coworker of mine coming on the podcast next week, next Sunday, fellow electrician, and we will be discussing all things blue collar. <laughs> also, something to look forward in the future, again, is the nurse that I'm going to be having on the show. That episode, I'm sure we'll be discussing the nightmare that was COVID-19 that was the COVID-19 pandemic uh, through the years of 2020 and 2021. Uh, maybe even into 2022, you know, if we're feeling crazy. <laughs> and last but not least, just a reminder that you can listen to this podcast like literally anywhere that you get your podcasts. In addition to it being hosted on Podbean at justicetenna.podbean.com, Dot com. It is everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon. I don't know if you can get it on Audible or if that's just books. I'm not really sure. Um, any podcast uh, aggregator <laughs> website, anywhere where you uh, can find podcasts, literally. Listen Notes, Player FM, uh, Sirius XM Radio, Pandora. God, it's everywhere. <laughs> I've done so much to get this out all over the internet. You can listen to it so many different places. <laughs> um, if you want to contact me, and please contact me. I love feedback. I love people who are interested in being guests. Feedback, whether it's good or bad. I love it all. If you want to contact me, email me at your podcast at gmail.com. Or message me on Instagram at your underscore EXBF underscore podcast. Also, on Instagram, I post weekly with new episodes. And maybe I should start posting more often, which I really don't like the idea of because social media is not my jam. But I will if I have to. I post there regularly for the podcast. Um, and what else? Was there anything else? I don't think so. Yeah, I guess that's it. So, until next week, stay safe out there. Watch out for the smoke, because it is gnarly here in western Washington. And um, take care. Take care.